Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Gator and Junes back again for another episode, episode three of Shooting the Shit. That's right. Hope everybody's doing good today. It is April 16th, 2020. We're a little bit about a month into the whole quarantine, things of that nature. How you doing, Junes? I think it's actually a month and 37 years. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that we've been in this fucking quarantine. But, uh, you know... It's crazy, man. So, uh, last time we, we spoke on the last mm. episode was April 1st. Correct. Um, and I, I made a joke saying that schools were closed for the rest of the year as an April Fool's joke. And you're, you're a prophet, yeah. Actually, later that day, <laughs> they announced that schools were closed for the rest of the school year. So, um, I'd like to, to say now that I will be getting a million dollars by next week. Oh, man. And I'm speaking that into existence. Mm, amen. Let's hope for that. Yeah. So so schools are schools are closed, bro. Um, and distance, the wave of distance learning is happening mm-hmm. and education. So what does that mean? How is that looking like? Um, and are kids even going to take it seriously? Would, would you take it seriously if you were in this time period right now? So short story. Um I was actually homeschooled for two years as a kid. Oh, you're that dumb, huh? <laughs> yeah. It was actually really bad. Um, <laughs> your mom got tired of your shit. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, uh, I was homeschooled for second and third grade, and it was terrible. <laughs> you, couldn't get, you couldn't get the finger paint down, huh? <laughs> you couldn't get your colors. They were saying that I should repeat second grade. You know how stupid you got to be to repeat second grade? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we didn't do jack shit. And uh, when I actually went back to school in fourth grade, I was by far the dumbest kid in the class. Because, yeah, we didn't do shit. Because it's hard. How are you going to really do that online stuff? I mean, especially with kids who are, oh, God, it's even like as far as elementary school kids, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all schools. Yeah. Just hold on really quick. Who? So who's teaching you? My mom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was bad. So. Uh, I was having trouble in my school. I mean, this was a different time. And uh, the teacher was basically telling me that I was really stupid and I couldn't read. Um, And so my parents, uh, my mom actually was the one who said she was going to homeschool me. Uh, My dad was totally against it. Um, But my mom, she wanted to do it. And um, she asked me if I wanted to be homeschooled. now, at seven years old, I was not the man of the world that I am now. Right. So I wasn't thinking what was best for me. I thought, hell yeah, I could just watch, you know, DuckTales in the morning and then <laughs> Power Rangers in the afternoon and play with my action figures in between. For recess. Yeah. Which will be three hours. <laughs> yes. And so um, that's actually where I started getting fat because we had, you know, like three lunches. and so every day was pizza day back then <laughs> so you know uh, was it pizza bagels and a uh, pizza bite man I, I you know what's bad is now that I'm looking back the warning signs were terrible <laughs> because we used to make the fattest treats oh my god <laughs> have you ever had a, a Frito bowl uh no so what, you, do you, what do you do so you get a bag of chili cheese Fritos uh-huh. you put them in a bowl and you pour chili on them, like you know, like um, chili cheese or yeah, uh, you like, put, well, you put chili in there, like um, like beans, chili, yeah, beans, beans yeah, okay. chili beans, uh, beans and meat, and then you grate a bunch of cheese, okay, and you put it and you just mix sure. it together, nachos type, yeah, okay, and it is delicious, right? 
But it, it turned me into a large little fellow there at the time, though. <clears throat> and is that the same period when your uh, parents went into drinking? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. And so we just pretty much stayed in the glutton, drunken state since, you know. And, uh, I mean, it was... It's all fun and games. And here we are shooting the shit on a podcast. Yeah, you know. So should have gone to college, but I mean, hey, you know. Those, you know. those Frigo Bowls are no joke. Yeah, they, uh, they, they messed me up when I was in third grade. That's hilarious. So uh, you, you graduated second grade then. Yeah, I did. third grade. I did. And you went back to school. I did. I went back in fourth grade. Um, it was actually interesting because I, I didn't also didn't develop any social skills in that time. Um, and the only time that I actually had any social skills, social time with other kids was, um, I think they would do like once a month or once a month or once every other month, all the people who were being homeschooled, it was at this Christian homeschooling program you would meet at, um, for Freedom Bowl Day. Yeah. Like at the park or whatever. And all the kids were extremely religious kids. Oh, wow. It'd be like, you know, the mom had, like, they had, like, nine kids or whatever. And um, they would talk about, you know, on the seventh day, God created the bolt-action Remington rifle to fend off, you know, queers and stuff like yeah. that. And um, so, but when I went back to school, man, it was bad because um, I was really shy. I was really quiet. Um really behind in school. They actually thought I was retarded uh, for a while. Um, it turns out I'm just really stupid. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so social distancing and everything with these kids now, I just hope they don't turn into dumbasses like I did. That's crazy. That's a that's a hilarious story. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was bad. <clears throat> so, it's, so the distance learning thing is happening, mm-hmm. and a lot of schools and teachers are trying to figure out what this looks like. And for me, I I see it in its most simplest term because I, mm-hmm. you know, for my undergrad and grad, I I went to an online school. Right. So it was very simple. It was this is the assignment. This is when it's due. Turn it in by then. But. We are talking about college, you know. Correct. Yes. Um, Universities, if anything, it's yeah. a different. That's a different ball game. Here right. we're dealing with elementary students and mm-hmm. middle school students and high school students too. Right. So, um, there's a lot of varying degrees of what it's le- looking mm-hmm. like for distance learning. Some teachers, I think, are um, using that format. Mm-hmm. Others are trying to. Um, trying to do video conferencing with their students and kind of have right. some sort of face-to-face time. But, you know, there's a big issue with that because a lot of students' home life, and, and maybe not a lot, maybe it's just a, a big portion of the area that we're in, their home lives aren't that great. Right. And, yeah. you know, one, they may not even have access to technology. Mm-hmm. And I know that the school is trying to provide them with a technology piece, but what about the internet piece? I know <clears throat> Cox Cable and some other mm-hmm. companies are trying to provide mobile hotspots and stuff like that. But and and that's a, and that's a big help and that's yeah. pretty awesome for them doing that. But you know how far will that even go to? Because even if they have those tools, what if they're in an abusive household? What if Correct. they're in a yeah. you know a household that's not even conducive to them sitting down and learning? Because mm-hmm. maybe they're taking care of their siblings and stuff like that. There's a, a whole bunch of like unfortunate factors that you know may i'm sure people are thinking about them and i I think a lot of teachers are actually trying to fight for the the underdogs here because Mm -hmm. you know coming to school 
and being provided everything <clears throat> is pretty huge. Right. And Even the, like the lunches and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lunches, That's snacks, awesome. and like sometimes these are the only meals kids right. eat. You know, and it's sad to think about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what, what happens to those kids who are in those home sites, you know? I know that the the protocol is you cannot lower a student's grade hmm. before the before the memo was sent for kids to oh. uh, be at home you can't lower the grade based on whatever work that you give out now in this right. distance learning model so your grade can only go up <clears throat> oh. which is great well, that's good for them yeah uh, but what happens to the kids who had an f before them <laughs> yeah. and the end they're in this pocket of technology issues or home issues mm-hmm. you know what do you do for those students because now they're not yeah. offered that that fair opportunity right um and and so that opens up a whole another can of worms right uh, and you can't just be like oprah and just giving everybody cars or giving everybody free internet or laptops you know that type of thing you know i kind of feel though that that might be the case with grades Right. I kind of feel like if you had a C or above grade before mm-hmm. before this whole quarantine stuff, I think either A, you improve your grade, or B, you'll get that grade at the end of the school mm-hmm. year. And then those who are under a C, mm-hmm. I, I believe and I feel like maybe a lot of teachers will just pass them. Yeah. You know? And who knows? Maybe not. Um, but if you don't, then you look like one of those people who are like, are you really here to help kids? That that opens up a different conversation. Right, right. right. So. Um, then you'd be like that bitch Carol Baskin. Oh, my gosh. And we got to talk about this. That's going to be. Okay. <laughs> are we going there? Is, is this the time for Carol Baskin? I, I, I think we could talk about that bitch Carol Baskins. Yes. So that's distance learning. What we're looking at. We'll, we'll see what happens in the future. But um. That's where we're at. But let's jump into Carol Baskin. Man. Let's jump into the motherfucking documentary of the decade so far, Tiger King. Um, What a great documentary, man. (laughs) What a batshit, fucking crazy, amazing, hilarious documentary that, um, unfortunately, it will never financially recover from. (laughs) So, I actually... um, The only reason why I saw Tiger King was because I kept seeing all these memes about it. And I thought, what the hell are they talking about? Uh-huh. And it just kept, it just, it took the internet by storm. It, you know what they, they say? They broke the internet. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all Tiger King, you know, just all these memes. And so I said, you know what? Let me watch the first episode. And um, holy shit. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Hickville. Yes. Uh, I have never heard of Joe Exotic. Uh, but damn it, I want to have a beer with him, and I actually want to pet one of those baby tigers. Do you? Yes, I, I understand. You know everything that Carol Bassins was saying that that's not good, but you know I I, I still want to hold a tiger or a lion. You know the the cubs. <clears throat> um, damn. So what are your initial thoughts on this thing? <laughs> so obviously, just just like the rest of the world, I I obviously it wrapped up in the whole Tiger King, mm-hmm. Carol Baskin. Uh, you know, all the memes that are associated with this shit, like, I fucking love it. It's hilarious, man. Uh, but it's crazy. It's it's a whole bunch of loops and turns that you didn't realize were going to happen. Yeah. First, you think you're looking at Joe Exotic and yeah. you're 
learning about the world of private zoos and you know (laughs) people having these tigers and you hear these stories like Mm -hmm. before this documentary like even here in our hometown like Mm -hmm. i heard that that someone someone had just like a batch a small batch of like tigers or something else like what that's fucking crazy is it that easy to buy a tiger like i mean i mean it sounds like it is like if you just know people on the black market i guess but i mean i just feel like how would you be able to you can't conceal a tiger for that long, I wouldn't think. Uh, obviously, I you have to have lands upon mm-hmm. lands to, yeah, to do something like that. Because if you're next door to a neighbor <laughs> in a typical suburban house <laughs> with a fucking tiger, I'm sure it's not gonna last very long. But what a great gu- a guard dog or guard cat, though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, funny meme. I don't think it's true, but mm-hmm. they said that for the quarantine, Russia released lions on the streets <laughs> to make sure people stood in their house. I think that was hilarious. Yeah, but, I saw that. But yeah, man, uh, Joe Exotic, so so you meet him and you get to find out about his crazy motley crew of uh, people and his lovers and yeah. all this crazy shit. Um, and then you meet Carol Baskin and yeah. and Doc Antle and all those guys. But the, the big story is the whole, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? What do you think? Uh, do you think hell, Gator, did she feed him with the gators? Hell yes, she fed her husband to the gators. Or the tigers, you know. Um, hell yeah. You know, she just seemed way too nonchalant about it. Just, you know, oh, he left. I don't know what to do, you know. Early, early. Yeah, you know, and so, I mean, come on, you know. And then she even mentioned something later about you would have to douse him in, you know. Sardine oil. Sardine oil, oil. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she just. It's like the OJ. If I wanted yeah. to kill her, this is how I would do right. it. But she just seemed way too. She didn't even seem sad, like, not even. Like, I just can't stand it. No tears, no nothing. And just kind of like she was just, I I don't know, just she was just way too passive about it, you know? Not angered or nothing, just like, you know, she was kind of relieved that, oh, that's what they think, but they don't have proof. (laughs) Cool cats and kittens. And, um... You know, <laughs> so OJ came out to say that bitch did it yeah, from yeah, someone yeah. who who would probably know best. Right, right. <laughs> and so yeah, that uh, I mean, you look at all the stuff that was happening before that he got a restraining order like yeah. two months prior, and he was telling people like his family that hey, I'm scared that she's gonna do something. Like, I mean, that's you know, men we don't get restraining orders on women. I mean, that's just you. You feel kind of a pussy, like if you can do something like that. Yeah. And ironically, she fed him to the pussy cats, you know. Right. But, um, man, I just couldn't believe it. I, I gotta talk for a second though um, about Ron's lovers, which were absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, the the first guy they show. Um, well, first of all, I I was shocked to hear that, uh, or not Ron, excuse me, Joe, that Joe Exotic that he. Uh, I was shocked to hear that he was gay. Uh-huh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong. That was um, just another turn. Like, oh, this guy's oh. already pretty eccentric. Yeah. Oh, he's he's gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's another layer to him. Yeah, and um, that he showed his first uh, his first husband, I think it was, uh, and it was the guy you know who's all tattooed and the meth mouth they call yes. him. I forgot. I forgot his name. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, the one that you know, as you said, his teeth were practicing social distancing. You right. Know? That was another meme that was out there. Yeah. But I was gonna say it's just kind of funny because you know you can't assume and all that. I understand. Um, you know, so you know, I've spent a lot of some time in uh, Southern California, and I I always you know think of the the stereotypical gay guy as you know, 
being really thin, just, you know, hey, you know, hey, guys, just really well-dressed. Yeah. So I don't really ever think of hillbillies and the rednecks <laughs> as being gay. And um, that I think it was Joe who says that I was 13 years old the first time I knew I liked boys, you yeah. know. And uh, that uh, the guy with all the tattoos, he was saying, and I have to tell you, I was laughing my ass off when he said it. Just because I just, I wasn't expecting that, you know. But uh, this guy was saying, goes, you know, Joe, he bought me this rifle. And it has pink camo in it, and people make fun of me, but I just like pink. And I like pink camo. Then he goes, you know, Joe, he just showered me with gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was even more hilarious at the end when he goes, well, I've always liked girls. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to run it off with with one of the people that we work yeah. with. And you know what? I'm happy for that guy. Did you see this? He actually got oh, new man. teeth. Yeah, yeah. I've, we'll talk about we'll talk about the updates after. Mm. But so do you think Carol Baskin did it? Hell yes. Uh, so, I, I don't... I, I Well, I don't know for sure she fed him to the tigers. Although I'm pretty positive. Like if it was like... And when I say the tigers, I don't know if it was the tigers or the lions or something or yeah. the bears. But I'm positive she fed him to her animals basically is what it comes down to. Um, yeah, she just too, like, even the way she says everything, just her demeanor is so, so like, well, very, yeah, you're right. Yeah, very just, passive and very nonchalant. Like, it's and, not a big deal. There's no emotion behind her story. Yeah, and it's kind of like, story. Carol, don't you want to know what happened to him then? Right. If, if you didn't do this, don't you want to know? Like, how come you haven't... Find my husband! Yeah, called all these investigators or saying, you know... Or try to pass on someone else, like, oh, they killed him, or this, or that. Well, you and then know? That, that first day after those five years, she filed uh, a motion to have him mm-hmm. legally dead, right? Yeah, yeah, why would you do that? So, I, after watching the documentary, I was like, bitch did it. She did yeah. it. Obviously, it's happening. But then I started thinking, because one of, one of the guy's friends, Don's friends, was like, you know, he started talking to me and saying, if I can pull it off, mm-hmm. and then he stopped, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, so I started thinking, like, okay... If I was Don Lewis and I and I was like legit scared for my life and put mm-hmm. a restraining order against Carol Baskin, you know, would I just make the plan to move to Costa Rica and mm-hmm. kind of make it a disappearance thing? So I kind of, I, you know, I think the big part of me and the world wants to believe the bitch did it, you know? Yes. But I think there is a small part of me that's like, maybe he did just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm out. I, I moved so much millions over to Costa Rica mm-hmm. and... I'm gonna just live live out over there, you know. Um, so I don't, I you know, I want to say yeah, she did it, and then, you know, I think the world wants to find out. Oh my gosh, she did it! I was watching this YouTube video of this. Uh, what is he? He's a he's a I think he's a psychologist, but he views people's like mannerisms. And right, stuff. right, right, right. And he was language. speaking on like the interviews, and he was like, "Yep, she did. It. She's lying. Her lips are pursed when she's talking, which means mm. that you know she's she doesn't want something to come out of her mouth. Mm. And usually when people are thinking and trying to mm. look for memories, they, they look down. And so he was just kind of picking her apart. But um, there's a small part of me that believes maybe Don did uh, hmm. did pull it off. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd be happy as hell for him, honestly. Right. And for me, if I was Don Lewis, I wouldn't go to Costa Rica. I'd probably go somewhere else, but have him think I'm in Costa Rica just because yeah. if he's that scared, maybe he, she'll send somebody to finish the job or whatever. Um, it, it's kind of, and I'm rooting for him. It's kind of like watching Maury, watching the results on Maury. 
And you always hope that he's not the father. Right. <laughs> just because... So the woman can look stupid. Right. So I'm kind of rooting for him in the same way, hoping that he's not dead, like he's not the father type right. of thing. Um, but yeah, I uh, I got to say, man, I thoroughly enjoyed that documentary. <laughs> and uh, uh, who was the guy at the end who stole the zoo from uh, Joe? Uh, I think his name was uh, something... Not was it Kenny? Kenny Lowe or something like that? Some, something like that. Uh, well, anyway, people know what guys always wearing the leather jacket. And the affinity shirts and yes. the ripped pants. And like, you know, like he, he was acting like he had a mansion in Vegas and all right, this right. stuff like that. Um, I gotta say, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that son of a bitch. And uh, you can just tell he's a con man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, just how he was telling Joe everything he wanted to hear and just, you know, cursing out Carol and her new husband, her new victim, you know. Um but yeah, that I, it sounds like he was a, a con man. And at the end, like he was even having trouble with that other guy too, who was gonna be building the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I know the animal rights people can get upset about this, but damn it, I want to go see one of these small town zoos now, you know. So then that brings up the next question, because mm-hmm. um, this is all another big point of contention in the movie: Is Carol Baskin doing the same shit that Joe Exotic and everybody else was doing? Right, right. And I, I think the answer is yes. I think she. It, and what a lot of people say is she was smart enough mm-hmm. to kind of scam the system mm-hmm. and display it and set it up as a non-profit sanctuary. But, mm. I mean, and I don't know what her land is, but what the video showed, it didn't look like there was much land. Like, she said a tiger needed like 200 square miles to go yeah. around and I don't think she had that much land. Right, that's a lot of... Um, that's a lot of... And she was also having people go there. And I, I think you have to pay a fee to go yes. check out the sanctuary. So... Um, she was getting money from that. She was getting money from everywhere else because this thing was set up as that um, profit. And and Joe Joe Exotic obviously is kind of on the other extreme of it, but I think it's under the same umbrella, man. Yeah, it's kind of like, it, Joe may look more like he's exploiting them. I mean, he is, but it you know you could set things up in a certain way like a nonprofit. Uh, they say that nonprofits a lot of them are very profitable. You right. know. And so I could definitely see her doing something of that nature. And then how is she going to sustain that many animals, too? You know? Well, I think Joe was saying that <clears throat> she, she only had, like, what was it, less than 10 or 10 or 15 or something yeah, like something, that? Something, yeah, like, <clears throat> it was a low number, though, I remember that. But I but I think, though, that having that number looks a lot better than having... How much tigers did he say he had? Like, 100 and something? Uh, yeah, he had... I, I thought I heard 77 at one point, but he had, like, over 100 cats or something. Dude, like, that, that's kind of... I mean... Now you're putting them in a cage. Now and yeah. you see the the parts of the thing where they're feeding the the tigers and they're all just running and it's mm-hmm. kind of like oh shit that's a lot of yeah a lot oh, of animals God. there yeah we're gonna dump all the meat in there and like, dude the guy I I liked <laughs> was I for you know I I'm so bad I liked it so much I didn't care about their names but the the one yeah. who they keep referring to as Vince Neil that worked at a uh, mm-hmm. Joe Exotics uh, thing who was kind of the handler right uh, right but dude he was hilarious man he was like all right fuck it let's go. I don't give a shit. The one with the long hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they say that he looks like Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> and even uh, on the, the new episode that mm-hmm. they released with uh, the interview with Joe McHale at the mm-hmm. end, Joe McHale says, hey, is there anything you want to say? He goes, fuck you all. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So, no, I, I it was a damn good thing. Took the internet by storm. Um, I love all the fucking Carol Baskins, you know. Uh, Those shits meme. are hilarious. 
So, I mean, so when this whole thing blows over, uh, you're going to take some of this Trump money and go... Uh, <laughs> and, go <laughs> and go buy a baby tiger? Go buy a tiger and, you know, just raise them up, we'll call them checkers or something like that. And... Dude, Trump money has arrived, bro. Ooh. Um, and I, I've heard people start to get in as early as the weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it's out here now. And yesterday was crazy. So we went, I went over to my parents' house. It was my mom's birthday. And just said hi through the window. But um, <laughs> going out to drive over there, there was so many people on the road. Oh, my God. Where are they going, though? Um, I'm sure they were just going out and trying to get out. And maybe they went to go pay their bills. But I feel like a lot of them had Trump money. So let's go get something to eat. Let's mm. go fucking buy something or pick up something from Target or right. Best Buy or whatever, you know. Um, because... Now we got a little bit of freedom right, right. to go do so. And it was legit like, holy shit, this is a lot of a lot of cars. But on a regular day, that was a normal day, you know. But because we've had this long period of people staying at home and all that stuff, it was definitely more than what has been this past month. Is Best Buy open right now? I think they're I think stores are open for pickup. Um, oh, that's right. And that's maybe right. maybe Best Buy is one of those stores where mm-hmm. they, they are letting in X amount of people at a time. Right, right. Like Costco, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't found Costco's toilet paper, but I haven't also went out to go actively get some either. You know, I wonder just like, I mean, how many people are just going to blow that Trump money within a couple of days, if not a couple of hours, you yeah. know? Um Obviously, it's for essential purposes, but... You know what sucks, man? Um, A lot of people are looking forward to getting support, financial support. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are in unemployment, have gotten unemployment, um, because they are in dire straits right now. They need money to pay for their bills, pay for their utilities, pay for food. And this Trump money is hopefully going to help a large part of people mm. at least have that sense of, okay, I'm okay for this month, you know? Right, right. Um, and unfortunately, I like my uncle, he, he got his Trump money and that had to go straight to bills. Yeah. So there it wasn't no to stimulate the economy. It right, was yeah. to pay for the bills that were backed up. Mm-hmm. And many, many, many people are in the same situation. They're just scraping by or trying to stay afloat on top of water um, so they don't drown. And... Right. Some people are taking advantage of those people. They're still enforcing rent policies and um, they're not trying to work with people. And I, mm-hmm. I see utility companies trying to help out and right. give credits and stuff here and there, but you're still charging. Um, so there's still going to be a bill at some point in time. Um, so a lot of the Trump money that is coming out is not going to be a stimulus. It's just going to be staying right. afloat money. And I heard recently that Democrats are trying to propose a two thousand dollar a I saw month that. Yeah, saw um, that. thing for every American sixteen and older. Mm. Um, I'm assuming it's sixteen year olds that are working because I think if you just give a regular sixteen year old kid two thousand dollars a month, oh, be, yeah. that would be a little extreme. Yeah, and I can't imagine them. I feel like it should go off like how much you work and all that too. So I, I would say if you were a sixteen year old working, then yeah. yeah, okay, maybe you'll be entitled to some. Some X amount of dollars for that, but to give everybody, including sixteen year olds, two thousand dollars a month. I mean, shit. I if yeah. I was sixteen with two thousand dollars of free money, Ooh. it'd be game on. Oh hell yeah! 
So, but I think I think that that's a step in a better direction mm-hmm. versus a okay, twelve hundred dollars here you go, and that that'll be good. Like that's not that's not helping the economy. So that's having people stay afloat. Um, obviously, you've created a uh, a podcasting empire here on shooting the shit. Absolutely. Um, would you are you gonna use your Trump money to stimulate the economy or are you just gonna buy some extra utilities um, groceries or my my honest truth are, are is, you gonna are you gonna blow it on something cool uh, my honest truth is cocaine and strippers mm. that's what I would love to you can't go wrong with that no but I I'm just putting it to savings man mm. right now it's gonna be in my little savings pile so in that shoebox yeah yeah and in case something comes up and I'm in that situation where I can't afford something and it has to be done, then I have that. But um, it sucks, you know, because there's a bunch of shit I want to get. Mm. Not, you know, fucking yeah. stupid shit, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. You know, I want to get a fucking beef jerky pack from Amazon <laughs> and, and have it sent to my house. But um, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm saving it. Yeah. I'm going to put it in savings because you. You never know how crazy this might go, mm-hmm. um, and and if you need to save it for a rainy day or what. I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, I'm what's it called? I'm pretty much putting in a savings. Um, I might buy a pair of shorts, like a desktop computer. <laughs> yeah, and a desk. <laughs> no, what's it called? Desk. Yeah. Um, I need a laptop, but I think I just got to put that in savings until. Who knows what's going to happen with all this. Mm. Anyway, um, Dave Chappelle. Uh, you had some news on Dave Chappelle? Dude. So uh, on Netflix, they have the award show for Dave Chappelle for Correct. getting the Mark Twain Award. Right. Um, and I didn't know of the Mark Twain Award mm-hmm. before then because right. I also am stupid. Right. <laughs> um, but he got it for uh, American humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Definitely well deserved. Oh, I yeah. love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and when he went off to Africa, which I thought was a joke when that yeah. first came out, um, I was like, "No, nah, he'll be back." Yeah, Dave Chappelle will be back because those seasons and those episodes of the Chappelle Show were fucking hilarious. Best, they the gave best us ever, memes yeah. before memes, and they gave us the best quotes to use from. And actually, mm. funny story: I met my wife. Uh, the first time I met her, I actually told her, fuck your couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was actually that line where she said, you know what? This is the guy for me. <laughs> it was love at first sight, yeah. It was love at, yeah, love at now, first quote. I, I what's it called? Uh, now, I love Mark Twain, ironically. I didn't know that there was a Mark Twain Award. Mm. Um, now, is the literacy award that he won, is that for... Um, you said he won it for comedy? American comedy. And I believe it was for his literary contribution towards oh. his, like, scripts and, like, you know, everything that he's put out there. Oh, that is awesome. I have to say, and I mean this sincerely, <clears throat> I think he's a genius. Mm. Um, this man is just nothing you can... And he's just funny. Yeah. I mean, he is just... Damn, this guy is funny. Um, I'm happy as hell for him that he won that award. Because uh, he's an intelligent-ass guy, too. Yeah. A lot of people don't think that. But um, I have to ask, though, <clears throat> um, because his last special was at Sticks and Stones. Mm. Oh, I feel, personally, I felt like one of the best ever. Really? Oh, one of the best just stand-ups I've, I've ever seen. I mean, in, you know, 
I laughed my ass off the entire time. But there was some controversy with it uh, from, you know, some certain groups felt a bit offended, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to ask you, um, Junes, um, you think he'll get another comedy special with Netflix? Absolutely. Oh, I'm, Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, and if it's not with Netflix, it'll be with HBO or Showtime. Mm-hmm. And I, Dave Chappelle's not going nowhere um, unless he's going back to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So- Dave Chappelle and going touching on what you said about mm-hmm. controversy, that and he and he said this so many times mm-hmm. throughout that particular special, but also throughout his career that, you know, being a comedian and invoking your First Amendment freedom of speech mm-hmm. is one of the most sacred things that we still continue to have today, and being able to be controversial in a way, I think when Dave Chappelle does it, it's not. Oh my gosh! Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? It's like he does make you think about <laughs> yeah, shit. He really does in his comedic mind. way, and it's not. And you know, him saying it is to make you think on that shit, right? You know? Um, I think. Well, for me, it's funny because I feel like Netflix is just giving comedy specials out to everybody. It's uh, like, damn, I, who who is this person? Like, who, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. you mean? And I try. I've watched some. I mean, there's some good stuff. I was watching this girl recently, and I was just like, she just wasn't funny, you know. Um, and, you know, people have complained about that. Like, you're giving out too many comedy specials. And it's like, damn, they brought a real comedian in and yeah. brought the house down. Well, and I remember when his, when they were like, Chappelle's comedy specials are going to be coming to Netflix. I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. And I think that was around the time that he was uh, hosting SNL. Yes. Um, and it was crazy because he was gone for so long until that time. Yeah. And when he hosted SNL, he... Fucking brought back all those characters and some of those skits. And dude, I was fucking laughing my ass off. And it was crazy because it was like he never left. Yeah, he just so natural. And everything was just there like it was when we watched Chappelle show. And then there was a bit of hope that I was like, please come back, man. Yeah. Please come back and give us the Chappelle show that we want so bad. Um but yeah, man, Dave, Dave Chappelle, he, he got that award. Congrats to him, man. Amazing, amazing comedian. Uh, Dave, if you're listening to our little Shooting the Shit podcast, we'd love to see you come back with uh, some episodes, man, to, to go to some crazy shit. Because he, uh, he often says that Keen Pill, you know, took over mm-hmm. his job. And, right. Uh, I like Keen Pill, man. Yeah, I like him too. They're yeah. hilarious as well, man, but no one can replace Dave Chappelle. Oh, no, yeah. And he's just so smooth in transition. Yeah. Um, just like how we're going to be smooth in this transition to entry, <laughs> entry uh, to exit out of here. Well, guys, this is another episode of Shooting the Shit with uh, Gator and Junes. Hope you guys have a blessed day and stay safe and practice your social distancing. All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace, Woo! love, and peace. Woo!